All right. Welcome back to the unpublished podcast here. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I actually said it without any weird. This is the first time in yeah, three Yeah, probably the first time. Yay! Thank you very much. Appreciate that. All right. This is episode number three. I, I, should I keep saying? No. no. We're just going to say this is, yeah. This. We're just going to say, hey, welcome to our podcast. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> the unpublished podcast you're pushing your luck there buddy we are your hosts my name is aaron and my name is savannah i also think we can quit saying that probably but what if this is somebody's first episode that they're listening to it doesn't matter because it says like aaron and savannah on this anyway (laughs) i always go back to the beginning when i start a new podcast like i literally scroll all the way down to the bottom yeah and click their first listen to the first episode yeah I don't know. It's like when you start a Netflix series, maybe, and then you spend like two days just vegging out on that podcast until you're caught up, and then you're like, okay, now what do I do with my life? Yeah. How do you listen to podcasts? I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back to the very beginning, because I feel, I feel like you, you're like stuck in the middle somewhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so if you're jumping in now on episode number three, stop. And go back and listen to episode number one. Because then you can get a little background on who we are. (laughs) What we're doing. Why we're doing this. Why we're doing this. But if you're one of the true faithful ones that have been here for all three episodes. Right. I don't even. A whopping three episodes. (laughs) Honestly, why are you still listening? (laughs) Um, So this week. I'm titling this Dealing with Grief. Um, This was a very, very tough week. We lost three older members in the church this week. And so that was really tough because these were people that that we were close to that have had an influence in our lives. Um been a part of our lives. So before we jump into that, let's cut to our intro. Okay, welcome back to the Unpublished Podcast. We are glad you are with us listening. We are tackling the topic of dealing with grief. But before we move into our topic, we wanted to kind of touch base back with our previous episode uh, where we talked about the struggle that is real. We talked a little bit about stressors, how we handle stress in life. So we had one of our faithful listeners uh right into us uh, and had some thoughts. So, Savannah, fire away. All right. So I'm just going to read what was sent to us. It's lengthy, so hang on. But there's some really good points in here. Thinking about the question from the podcast, for years I stood on the stressors. I spent countless minutes, hours of the day trying to figure out how I could fix or change them. I was a Christian with very little faith and a whole lot of anxiety, which made me cranky, unpleasant, and a fun sucker. Stress worry, and anxiety steals our joy. It is impossible to have a merry heart when you do not trust the one who fashioned it and allows it every beat. 
Stressors are trials, no matter how small or insignificant. It's the Lord's way of making, of working through us in us to make us more like him. If we will choose to see every stressor as the Lord's gentle nudging for us to draw closer to him, it gives a completely different perspective. It is not a stressor. It's a blesser. The last few months I've learned to say no. No, I will not fear, Lord. I will trust you. So when my country is falling apart because evil prevails, my mind runs to what could be. I say no. I trust you, Lord. When my church is is falling apart, I say no. I trust you, Lord. When people I've loved for years are dying, I say no. I trust you, Lord. When my family is lost without Christ, I say no. When I find a moldy leak in my closet, I say no. Um, And I'm going to skip through a little bit. She continues to list things that she says no about. No to me, to my fearful, faithless thoughts. And yes to the Lord, whose vision is so much better than mine. No, I trust you, Lord. Say it every single time. It works. So that was really good. And uh, I like the like the turning in the stressors into blessers. A uh, little play on words there. But I, I the the thought there and the the heart there um truly is how we need to view the stresses in life and the problems and issues that we have in life is that even those things that upset us even those things that um <laughs> gr- uh, that that bring us you know all kinds of trouble are things that are allowed by God yeah I related a lot with, uh, I was a Christian with very little faith and a whole lot of anxiety, which made me cranky, unpleasant, and a fun sucker. That I doesn't think, describe you at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you like are stewing on all of the things that you're trying to fix and you're trying to figure out, like I would have never pinpointed, oh, that's my anxiety that causes me to like be snappy and cranky and, and just not fun to be around, but it's those toiling in your mind on things that you can't stri- that you can't change that you can't have an impact on um but that's like you can't release those things mm. um and so learning that you know the lord wants to take those things um i listened to a message i sent it to you earlier today um on the guy like basically divided his day into three parts and like his morning devotions he had like an action plan um, to like in his morning devotions, his goal was to cultivate intimacy with the Lord. And then throughout the day, his goal was to cultivate like an awareness, um, of the Lord and like what and who the Lord was placing in front of him. And then at the end of the day, he wanted to like cultivate, um, intercess intercession. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just that like continual awareness, I think when we're like, when we're focusing our mind on the goals that we're trying to accomplish or, like whatever we're putting our mind to, it's a lot easier. I say it's easier. It's better to do that. It's maybe not easier, but when you have something that you've like prefixed yourself on, it can help to battle all of those things. Yeah. And who we're prefixing ourselves on is Jesus. Um, <laughs> you mentioned kind of the breakdown of the day in our relationship with um, with Christ and how it should be and how 
we're you know pursuing that that constant communication constant intimacy with uh with him which then even carries over into um into relationships and into marriage so that was kind of a a topic that we we discussed this week right i say discussed loosely I'm curious to know where you're headed with the statements <laughs> that you're making. <laughs> um, well, you and I, you and I had some some pretty heavy conversations. Yeah. Right this week about yeah. our relationship. Yeah. And in the midst of conflict, in the midst of everything that's going on, should we share why we had the biggest conflict? Did you let Baby Judah destroy my knitting project that I worked oh, on yeah, for ten yeah. months? <laughs> I'm not bitter about it anymore. Uh, it's fine. So I have released that. I'm focusing on cultivating intimacy yeah, with, with Jesus me. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ju- Judah is into everything right now, mm-hmm. right? So um, I had Judah. We he, for 20 seconds, literally maybe all of five minutes. What you were watching him? You went to the store. No, so. I went to Roger and Twilight's. Picked up a check. Uh, yeah, so and it was came like back. 15 minutes. No, five minutes. <laughs> I did not stop in and talk. The check was sitting in their door. Like, this was a boom, boom visit. Yeah. Five minutes round trip. All right. Um, either, either way, <laughs> Judah is into everything. It doesn't take him long to get into stuff. Um, so I gave him a bath, just gotten out of the uh, bath, got him changed. You know, and I laid him on the bed and got his brand new diaper on, <laughs> uh, put lotion on him like you're supposed to, because uh, it helps their skin, helps them not to have dry skin. You're such a good dad. And Yay! yeah, so thank you very much. And so um, he was just like chilling there on the bed, and I was like, okay. And I, I went to step out of the master bedroom, and I just said, hey, dude. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. And he was just hanging out there, like smiling at me, but then just wanting to hang out there. And uh, he had, he had, in the back of his head, ha ha ha, yeah, dad, he had I've ulterior got you. motives, <laughs> which I was not aware of in the moment and in the Sneaky time. little sinner. So, what I didn't know was that Savannah had uh, some of her crocheting. Knitting, whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> See, this is the heart of the issue: is that yes. he doesn't care about right. it. Right. So we're, we're, we'll get back to that. So she had left some of her knitting items on top of the bed, which were not visible or clearly visible to me, or I just wasn't aware of them. So those are important words. All right, aware. Um, and so. I, I stepped out and I was at the island working on some stuff for work on the computer. And so I could I could see Judah um, as I peered into the master bedroom on the bed. And he's just chilling, hanging out. And he's looking at me. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> and he's smiling. And, and I thought, you know, wow, he's like in a good mood. He's clean. He was... Just got washed up. You know, it's got a brand new diaper. He's feeling sleepy. good. He's a little bit sleepy. And so I was like, he's just, he's just hanging out and chilling and kind of smiling at me and then, and then kind of laying down a little bit. And so what I didn't know was that he was destroying, yeah, he was destroying this 
project that Savannah's been working on, this blanket that she's been working on for how long? Ten months. It's probably been shorter than that, but how no, long? No, it's really? been ten months because okay. I started it when we got Z. Because she wanted me to knit her a blanket with purples and pinks. And I said no. And so I did like <laughs> mustardy yellows and creamy pretty colors. So we're way off track of what where this Honestly, we probably need to going, re- But we, <laughs> we're just having a conversation here. Um, so Savannah gets back. And um, we both just, you know, I look over and at Judah and he's doing whatever, whatever he's doing. I had no idea what he was doing. But we both stood up. Went to check on him and just see, hey, he's, he's chilling out, hanging out. And that's when Savannah realized and understood that Judah was not just hanging out on the bed. We both did not get up to go see. I walked in the door and I said, where's the baby? And he said, oh, he's on our bed. And I was like, that's weird. So then I walked into the bedroom. Yeah. I picked him up, yep. took him to you. And needless to say... Savannah was Burst into quite tears. upset. She was quite upset. So she was angry first. All right. Angry first, um, which is completely understandable. I literally wanted to just smash your laptop. Like I yeah. was trying to think of something that was like your most prized possession <laughs> that like contained things that you had worked on. And the things that I thought of were your laptop and your guitar. Right, but, because in this situation, the person to be angry at was not Judah the baby. No, no. He was the baby. Like, I'll take full responsibility for this, all right? So, Judah as the baby <laughs> is not the one taking responsibility. It was me as the dad who was supposed to be watching him, and I was. False. I was watching him. <laughs> I was watching him tear apart this 10-month project. So, that led to a conversation that night that probably ended without a solution right so we uh, had a conversation savannah was very emotional at that point she was very hurt and from my i did not want to have a conversation right you didn't want to have a conversation i think i ended up coming to our room moving the knitting thing i still have not dealt with it if you turn to your right yeah it's it's still still there because in my mind, somehow I think I'm going to salvage it. There's no way, but I also can't bring myself to like continue to unravel it. But that night I just moved it aside and like came to bed and was going to read a little bit. And you came in and wanted to like discuss what happened and like come to a resolution. And my statement was, I, I can't like, yeah. And through tears, like she was like, I don't want to have this conversation. If you don't knit or like have done anything like this, you're probably rolling your eyes at me so hard because it sounds so dumb. But like, I don't know, literally 10 months worth of like making this thing was destroyed in five minutes by a toddler because his dad wasn't watching him. (laughs) (laughs) So, so the... Obviously, the next few days, the the conversations were had of you. Th- this is what you said to me. Oh, I'm nervous. You, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I won't reveal all uh, of our dirty laundry. Of our conversation, yeah. But you said you said you don't value what I value, right? That's what you. That's what you said to me. Like you don't. You don't. You don't see that I value certain things, right? 
And so when you don't value what I value, that actually hurts me personally. Am I, am I saying this right? You can voice it yourself. I think I how said, you would have said it. Or, I think I said some, that's correct. Like it was something along the lines of the things that I have value on you think are dumb. So like currently we're sitting here recording this podcast and instead of having a big light on, we have two candles lit, but he thinks candles are stupid. <laughs> you, but who lit the candles? You did because I you're did. still trying to make up for the fact that the baby yes. destroyed my blanket. But see, it's created cool atmosphere mm-hmm. but for like, us to have an intimate conversation. <laughs> you don't value the things that I place value on. So like you don't care about the ambiance that candles have instead of a light fixture. You think that it's annoying that I have sections in the house that have things of yarn in them. You don't value essential oils. You don't value coffee. So like the thing, you don't value decorations. You don't value clothing, like things that I put not high priority on because at the end of the day, all of those things are just things, but like things that I feel like personally enhance my life. Right you find little to no value in and almost annoyance in. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And we'll get into specific personalities in a future episode. But Savannah is emotionally connected to her belongings or things that she appreciates, right? Whereas I'm very disconnected. Like there are things I like and I enjoy, but I'm for the most part, not emotionally connected, which is hysterical because I'm the one that purges everything and you're the one that holds on to everything. Like everything that I own has a significant value to me. Like I do not own something that does not, I hate to use the word, bring me, bring me joy because Marie Kondo has like (laughs) high that, but like nothing that I own does not have, like, does not spark something inside of me. Right. Whereas everything you own is either practicality or just something you haven't even thought about in years and, like, you don't want to devote any time and attention to. Yeah. So, and, that, and that's, that's, how, that's how I view my possessions. And, <laughs> you know, even uh, clothing. If I would have smashed your laptop, <laughs> like you probably wouldn't have even have been mad. You would have looked at me and been like, that was childish and irresponsible. And then it would have made you mad because of my reaction. Not right. because I hurt something that like you use every day. I would have, I, I definitely would have been upset, but there, there was like, there is no emotional connection to it for me. I just don't, even I don't know understand how that, that. I don't know. Yeah. So because you and you I do not have a heart. You and I, <laughs> so you and I work differently in, in, in those things. So, um, yeah, so I think for you, you find value in in in, in items. Significant? Oh, I no, thought you were going to say insignificant. I wasn't going to say insignificant. Things. Goodness gracious, I wouldn't stick my foot up in my mouth that far. Um, <laughs> that statement just unraveled. So, so that's I mean that's how yeah. And Savannah's trying to mess with her mic because she. Yeah, she's going to make a mess of it right now. The mic's going to fall. Um, so that, that I guess that's the difference in our personalities. Whereas I, I value um, like personal interaction or... Look. 
(laughs) (laughs) or, um, you know, maybe, maybe an activity that is done together. But as far as items that have value, I, I don't have really have a connection with those things. Uh, and so the difference in, in those things creates, can at times create conflict for us because even even simple things like you like a clean clean orderly kitchen clean yeah all you know everything has a space all those things like and if it doesn't have a space at least it can be nicely right. like put together or like stacked and it doesn't just have to be an explosion in a closet yeah so emotion so emotionally for you like you can't walk in the room in our room and there'd be something maybe on the ground or on the floor. So right now our, <laughs> our, our podcast is set up in our room. And so Savannah will literally not be able to sleep tonight if all this is set up. I blame this on my mom. <laughs> <laughs> when we moved houses, so we moved from like my childhood home to the home that I was in through like my teenage years. And <laughs> she unpacked everything. The day that we moved, like I don't remember boxes being. The mic fell. <laughs> Told you it was coming. All right, if you just heard that, uh, Savannah's mic just fell because she was messing with it. And twice. yes, it fell <laughs> twice. So, all right. So my mom correct did not sleep until every box was unpacked. So like. Everything had a specific spot and place, and like that's where everything had to go. So I think it's her fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you have a an emotional connection to those things, whereas I do not. So you and I value things differently. Yeah. So where I value um, time or relationships, um, you value. I value significant time and significant yes. relationships. Like anything that I want in my life, I want it to have like value and meaning and purpose. I don't want to have to, nothing mundane, nothing that's just like trudging through it, small talk, ugly things in our home, <laughs> like relationships that are not connective, but I have to have right. like all of those things. Yeah, so you're you're discontent with that. Whereas my personality, on the other hand, is content to just live the mundane. I'm almost okay with. You prefer. Yeah, I prefer the mundane. Obviously, there's things that are exciting and things uh, that are fun to do, but for the most part, I kind of. You like your routine. Yeah, reset into the... You like to sit with your computer and your phone and learn about things. Yeah. Simple, um, simple things. So that was the discussion this week is how can we be better at valuing each other and the way that they value things. Right. And specifically, obviously, it was me this week (laughs) being aware of the fact that name some things that you value those simple little things. What do you mean? Like 
What are things that you value? Like things, things? Yeah. I don't know that I value them, but like, you know, I have a guitar that I like, but it's not like, I don't know how to But you don't it. even, like, you will go months, months without touching your guitar. Right. If I went months without touching something, I would not keep it. It does not bring, like, it does not elicit any feelings or emotions from me that are worth anything. Yeah. So your, so your relationship has to be consistent, like, with that, with that item, right? Yes. Which pulls over into a relationship, right? So we're, we're you and I. So... I can disconnect and reconnect and be totally okay with it, right? So I have good friends back in California. I've, I've got great friends. When we talk on the phone or when we text, we have great conversations and we pick up like we just talked yesterday, but it could be three months from the last time that I spoke to them and I'm totally okay with that. That's my personality. Your personality is, it has to be consistent, a daily, right? A daily conversation, Yes. a daily, uh, and maybe not every day, but like I struggle to fall back into those relationships. Yeah. So, whereas for you, like if you have a if you have a a good friend or somebody even that for a period of time, like you had great conversations. If you disconnect for a little period of time, it's very very hard for you to reconnect. It's not something that happens naturally. Um, and so, in our in our relationship, in our marriage relationship, that's something that has to be worked on because my personality is just like. Okay, it was an off week, you know. We didn't communicate as well this week. We didn't uh, uh, have quality time with each other this week. All right, we can restart next week and be fine and go on. Whereas for Savannah, like that week was like the worst week ever. I don't like you sharing this with people. <laughs> I literally feel like you're reading my diary to all of these humans. <laughs> If anyone says any of this to me, I'm literally just gonna walk away from them. <laughs> uh, but this, but this is this is the way we both work, and so how? Yeah, like last night, I looked at you and I was like, "Why are we even doing this? Yeah. What's the point? <laughs> Our marriage is because it was a rough because it was a rough week, and it was literally just the week." And and her conclusion was like, "This is the worst thing ever." And, um, and I know she's being dramatic, but at the same time, I wasn't being dramatic. That is exactly how I felt. That's how you feel. And so my, my part as your husband is to understand those feelings, those emotions. Uh, and, and it comes to the the scripture that to dwell, to dwell with you. uh, Are you talking about the corner of a rooftop and a rocking woman? (laughs) No, uh, it's to dwell with you with knowledge that, I mean, that's a, that's a passage of scripture in the new Testament that I, it is my duty and job to know and understand 
um, who you are and how you how you feel and how <laughs> what what things you know set you off, what things um, bring you some joy or happiness, um, and so learning to in our marriage prioritize those things. And um, whereas me, you know, I I appreciate very simple things like like a good meal, like a good meal, like like food. I mean, that, you don't even honestly, you don't even appreciate clean clothes. Like <laughs> if you don't have clean clothes, you're like, I ain't a big deal. I'll just wash them myself. Like if I. Yeah. And I mean, well, that's beside the point, because I that. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um. Literally the only thing, like, thing that I know that you appreciate is food. Like, what have I ever given to you or, like, like materialistically mm-hmm. that has brought you as much joy as when I have said, I'll think I'm going to make an apple pie tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, so those, those are those very simple things. It doesn't take much to to make me happy like <laughs> um it doesn't like it's very minute little things and and that's it and i guess i uh, should be counting my blessings <laughs> <laughs> um so we're all complex beings but i like things simple um very simple so all right so that was that was a huge <laughs> introduction rabbit trail off of even our topic and we are 30 minutes in. So, um so let's talk a little bit about this week other than the circumstances that we were just discussing how how have you dealt with with this week? So earlier we mentioned that three people in our um in our church who were older in age they had um uh, they've had health issues for uh, a few years and uh, have now passed and most most of them uh, all three of them were were up in age like i mentioned and yet still there is a sense of loss i think that like part of what is important to note in this conversation is that I grew up in this church pretty much. Like from the time that I was a small child, I was here. Um, And so like people have, you know, it's not just church people that you go to church with. Like, like people in this church have become second grandparents or second aunts and uncles or second, Mm -hmm. like whatever you want to cousins, like whatever you want to call them. Like people have, like it, yeah, it definitely is a family um, kind of environment or feel. And so um, I remember it was several years ago, like you had talked about um, when so-and-so passes away. And it was like the first time that I really thought like, oh, like that person is... 78 years old Mm. like they will pass away yeah like and it wasn't that obviously i realized like death is a thing you know 
everyone it's appointed unto man wants to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I had just never really thought about it. And up until a year ago, I had never lost anyone that was like close to me. Um, and then a year, a year ish ago, mm-hmm. I think it's been a little over a year now. Um, my dad's mom passed away. So my grandma, um, and we weren't as close, you know, as I got older, but when I was a kid, we were really close. Um, and so that was just like a weird, hard loss, but that was a lot of like grieving the relationship that we didn't get to have. Whereas like now it's grieving a relationship kind of that you did have. It was just weird. Yeah. It brought up a lot of conversations for you and I like about raising our kids and the time that we really do have and how, you know, not only does the legacy that we leave to Judah and any other kiddos that we would have, um, but how that directly affects our grandkids and um, what that looks like and what we're doing now is what matters, not what we're going to do or have established in 20 years. Um, Talked about, like, it makes you, you pause and think, like, do we really believe all of this stuff? Like, do we really believe that there's a heaven and there's a hell? And do we really believe that Jesus came and died for our sins and rose again from the grave in three days? And so because of that, we're going to spend eternity with in heaven with him. Like, what are the things that are real to us? Where do we believe that those three men that we knew know? I don't even know the correct term to use there. Um <laughs> I just can't sit still. Um, <laughs> she keeps touching that mic. <laughs> it's trying to fall on me again. Um, but like, do we believe that they're in heaven? Like all of those things. And so just like posing those questions in your mind and trying to work through them. Yeah. I don't know. Is that answer your question? Was that sufficient? Sufficient? Yeah. Um, well, it gives just your, your thoughts and processing the week. Um, you know, I've been here uh, in the area uh, for about six years now, almost seven years. And so just even in the short time and how you can develop a relationship with someone, uh, be influenced by someone, uh, and their life can have an impact on you, even in a, I say, a short amount of time. But that's a significant um significant amount of time to to have an impact on on our lives and so we don't want to be insensitive to um, the families at all who are who are very close to the grief Um, but we're in because we are friends and because we are quote unquote family we're also feeling some of that that grief and some of that uh, sadness. Um, and so I shared this with our, our youth group this past Wednesday, because obviously there was loss within the, within the church and it affects everyone. And, um, and so one of the first things that I mentioned about grief and I took them to John chapter 11, which is uh, the passage of scripture that that Jesus loses a friend 
of his. In John chapter 11, in verse number um, 5, I think it is, it mentions that Jesus loved Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. And they were, they were close friends of his. And I say this in his humanity, they were close friends. Obviously, in his deity or as, or as God, he loves everyone. And yet in his humanity, he had a special relationship with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. We also see this in his relationship with uh, Peter, James, and John. They were kind of like the inner three disciples that he had a closer relationship with. But that was simply in his humanity. And so seeing Jesus in his humanity lose a close friend, how did, how did Jesus handle grief? Well, we see when, when Lazarus passes and Jesus shows up. And, of course, Martha is, is emotional. Mary is emotional. And they, and they cry out to Jesus and say, hey, you know, if you'd been here four days ago, um, Lazarus hadn't died. Because they knew that Jesus was a healer. And they didn't necessarily know or understand that Jesus... Um, could raise someone from the dead. That wasn't even in something in their minds. But as Jesus went to the graveside, the Bible says that as he looked at Mary and Martha, and they were weeping and crying, and as he looked at the other family and the other members of the community that were grieving, um, we then read the shortest verse, one of the shortest verses, I think is the shortest verse in the Bible which is John eleven thirty five, where it just says Jesus wept. And he, he cried. So, and the word weep there is, is not like a little tear that goes down your, your face. He had a, a deep and heavy cry. There was emotion there. And so as we're dealing with grief, and this was my encouragement to our youth group and our my encouragement to you as a listener and to us is that it is okay to let your emotions um, feel or let yourself feel to let yourself feel the emotion of grief and pain Um, and at the same time not judge or um, prejudge someone if they don't show any emotion because the fact is that they they are still experiencing the pain. They're still experiencing the loss. And sometimes people are in a state of shock when the grief is first hit. You know, there's there's a shock. Um, and so all those emotions don't even have time to, to come into their proper place. And, and sometimes it comes much later. Sometimes there's tears when nobody else is looking or seeing. Um, it's, um, it's interesting to observe when, when people are going through grief, the different ways that they handle grief. Some personalities like to hold it in, Right. Um, and others like to fully let it go. And sometimes even 
those who, who fully let it go, that it might even be healthier. Um, because like I said, it's okay to feel. So that was the first point I made to our young people. And then the second point was don't stay in the state of despair. So it's okay to grieve. It's okay to feel, but don't let that move you or keep you in despair. Um, and then the last point I made was, uh, that you can sorrow with hope. And as, um, as a Christian, we have uh, a hope that that we can look forward to, that one day we will see these loved ones again, and we will get to um, um, experience uh, their presence once again, even though their presence is no longer here, here with us uh, on this earth, and um, and so. So let us ask you, um, how do you deal with grief? Um, do you have um, any thoughts that you can share with us? You can email us at theunpublishedpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at theunpublishedpodcast. And you can drop us a direct message or uh, drop us a comment on on our page there. Or if you'd like to participate in a poll about my knitting project and <laughs> how long I should be <laughs> angry with Aaron, we're also taking those submissions. Uh, that probably won't <laughs> end well for me <laughs> at all. Um, I feel like people are probably more Team Aaron than Team Savannah. Mm, no, I, I don't think so. Um, they might start, they might start out Team Aaron and then go. Hmm, I think we're gonna switch to <laughs> Team Savannah. Um, so, dealing with grief. This is a this is a this is a topic that we are still learning about. We are still growing in how to deal with grief. Um, and the conversation is probably not going to end here. There are others that in our life that, that we'll probably have some conversations with um, about dealing with grief. And, uh, and so we might include them in this conversation as we, uh, as we tackle this this very hard topic and uh, and so is there anything else that we want to add to this episode other than another dropping <laughs> is this a final mic drop is this, is this what we should do is this final? number three or four <laughs> uh, so we've had to stop several times throughout this episode because of uh, Savannah having messed with I didn't touch it the mic. last time it just you literally touch fell it. in my lap <laughs> I guarantee you touched it <laughs> Gosh. All right. Maybe we should stop recording these at midnight. Yeah, maybe. Um, real quick before we end, let's list a couple of favorite things. Oh, yeah. Uh, that we had this week or did this week. Um, I know one of Judah's favorite things that he did this <laughs> week. <laughs> You're so funny. Uh, um, 
A favorite thing of mine this week is I've just really been loving chai lattes. You don't know this, but the last three days I've gone to Coffee Crossing and gotten a medium chai, which is really cool because we have an espresso machine that I could literally make my own chai. Yeah, with, I watched your Instagram story. Like, oh, so. did you vote on my poll? I didn't vote on your <laughs> poll, but I did watch. I, that must have been a lighter, <laughs> lighter Instagram story. Yeah, so been really loving chais. Um, I don't know. It's just it's been snowy and cozy here, and so they just like bring me some joy. <laughs> um, yeah, and I. I'm trying to think of any other favorite things. I don't know that I have any favorite food. Ooh, those brownies that I made were good. Yeah. Yeah, everyone speaking really of, of Speaking of Instagram stories, like you you use Instagram probably as your primary. Fairly regularly. Yeah, fairly regularly. You usually have stuff that you're cooking or making coffee sure. or all kinds of stuff. So drop your Instagram handle. I don't know. Handle. Please don't ask me this. Is I don't know if word? it's Savannah Beauclair or Savannah It's Sikeli. Savannah Beauclair. It is. It's I think Savannah I did Beauclair. that to keep it more secret. Um yeah. So they, no one could find me. Yeah. Um, so Savannah's handle is at Savannah Vauclair. That's how yeah. do you spell that? You're gonna have to spell Vauclair at least, and then Vo- the way V O C L A I R. And then Vauclair. Savannah is spelled with an H. Yeah. At the end, because not at the be- not Shavana. Yeah. <laughs> or Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I'm on Instagram as well. You have like um, seven different Aaron ones. Dot Sikeli, S-I-K-E-L-E. I, you, I'm not a huge Instagram poster. Every once in a while, I'll throw up a picture of like the kids or the family and maybe a video uh, or two that I've thrown together of a family event that we... Uh, did like hiking or or something. I, have I think the most recent one this last week was uh, um, Z. Um, it snowed out here, and we got about an inch and a half of snow, so it was just enough to actually get the sled out. And so, a little sledding video there for you. All right, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. I have another thing I love. Go ahead. I love YouTubers. I'm really I getting. I almost thought you were gonna say I love you because no. you like I love you. Anyway. YouTubers. I've been watching a bunch of YouTubers, and that's fun. I've never really gotten into that before, and I'm really starting to. Are you going to be a YouTuber? No. No? Um, so, yes, Savannah has been trying to focus on uh, doing those things and accomplishing all those things with her hands, right? Right. Cooking, making stuff, all that. All that. Made brownies from scratch. Jazz, yeah. That were pretty good. They turned out really good. Um, is that the only thing I made with from scratch all the way? I feel like I'd maybe... Did we not do a lot of cooking this week? Oh, I made potato no, it was soup. A, it, was a, it was a busy yeah, week. It, it, this week just seems like a blur. Yeah. So we attended two funeral services. and oh. then, So that was... It just kind of over overtook the week. Yeah. Sunday um, afternoon... We were about to, we were gonna sit down for lunch. Got a call, and an uh, older member of the of the church had fallen. And and uh, at that age, you know, when you fall, it's just it can be very very dangerous. And so, um, pastor and I ran up there to check on them, make sure they were okay. Um, they actually had to call nine one one, take them to the hospital, and so. 
so it it just been has been an eventful week and we're only halfway through january of 2021 and i feel like there has been so much, so much. that has occurred in the last two almost three weeks yeah. so your favorite things my favorite things so we had curry this week which you is listed that every which is single our, time we've done one of our things. favorite things but because we eat it once a week a bunch so those sliders that you made tonight were really really good so you made pizza sliders yeah uh and they were delicious so i don't know what you did and put in them i think you put like vegetables like so i like the works pizza right so i like all the onions all the bell peppers green peppers all the olives all that stuff on there it just that's how pizza should be and it's delicious and then all the meats as well um and so i love that kind of that kind of pizza so you made a slider that was basically the works <laughs> pizza slider and it had pepperoni on it right had sausage sausage bell pepper onion, bell pepper, onion all those things and then you put like this glaze on the top what was in the glaze butter parmesan cheese garlic onion powder and oregano yeah it was really good it thanks. was delicious thanks um any other favorite things this week um nothing that i can think of off the yeah. top of my head we took the kids to the park and little judah's laughter on the swing was yeah. one of my favorites yeah that was sweet yeah yeah went to the park yeah yeah. I think that's it. All right. We are concluding uh, episode number three. Uh, and we did talk about dealing with grief for a little bit. We also talked about relationships, relationships and, marriage. and marriage. Yeah. And so. And how we prioritize things. I really feel like you probably shouldn't title we our were, yeah, episodes. Yeah, we were a little It all just of, needs to be episode one, two, three, four. <laughs> It's very hard to stay on topic when you're just having a conversation yeah. with each other. All right. I think we need to conclude this because we are at 51 minutes here. So it's a long episode. And my arm is getting tired from yeah. having to hold my <laughs> mic. <laughs> yeah. No more mic drop. Okay. So this this would be the last mic drop and we're we're out of here. I don't want to drop it. I'm afraid we'll break no, it. All right, ready? Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounded like you dropped it. All right. All right. We're gone. We're out.